Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. I want to welcome you to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us for a very special episode with Jim Marshall. Now, if you missed any, and I mean any of the prior episode, you need to go back and catch up. The information that Jim Marshall shared with us in the prior episode is vital for you to understand what's being shared today. Amen? So if you missed it, go back and listen. Jim Marshall is the author of a very, a very unique book, Septemics, Hierarchies of Human Phenomena, Analysis, Prediction, and Management of Human Affairs. He has put more than 50,000 hours of study and work into this book, and it will help you to improve in just about every single area of your life and productivity. He has organized it into an easy-to-understand format that will make it easy for you to identify where you are at in any area of your life and then the next steps you need to improve. Uh, that's a simplified version of what I can explain to you, all right? If I try to explain any more, I'm going to mess it up. So let's just jump back into the interview now and the conclusion with Jim Marshall. Let's talk a second about that scale you listed as the scale of government. When you look okay. at things that our government's been doing, can you see the predictive pattern through the scale that you have in your book on this topic? Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, there's one paragraph in that chapter in which I go through the entire history of the United States in one paragraph mm -hmm. and say how it went from a level one government to a level two, to a level three, to a level four, to a level five, and is now at level five. And I give specifics. And I could defend that against anybody. Mm -hmm. One of the problems with the whole area of government and politics is that they're always talking about left and right. Mm -hmm. That's arbitrary. There is no left or right. That's just made up. Mm -hmm. Well, they talk about conservative and liberal. That's completely arbitrary. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could look at Thomas Jefferson in one way and say, oh, he's a conservative. Look at him in another one and say, oh, he's a liberal. Mm -hmm. That yeah. doesn't help anybody. This scale tells you it's not about lifting right. It's about up and down. And it tells you the exact sequence, the seven levels of government the universal levels of government, which don't are not even dependent upon the mechanics. In other words, just because elections occur, that doesn't tell you you're in a democracy. Mm -hmm. You can have elections going on in Cuba, mm -hmm. in England, where they have a queen or now a king. It's it's the mechanics of it is a completely separate thing. So again, you have to read the chapter and understand. Amen how I constructed it, and why it, it exists the way it does. Amen. Amen. Now, the first scale you mentioned in your book was the scale of basic purposes. Can you briefly yes. go over that for us to give us more insight into what you're talking about on that? Yes. Okay. So every human being at any given point in time has exactly one of seven stated basic purposes. Now, when you find 
your basic purpose on that scale, it will dramatically improve your life. It will clarify what's going on with you because you can throw out the other six levels. You know what you're about. <coughs> Excuse me. You know what your basic purpose is. Now, some interesting facts here. I did not know that this was a scale of basic purposes for many years because you have to realize I discovered the scales empirically. Yeah. I had to derive the the axis from the data. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until many years later after I was using and I was using this skill for many decades before I realized that it was actually delineating a scale of basic purposes. Mm. I'll give you another example, the scale of equanimity. Uh, If you look at the levels, it looks like a scale of maturity. But after a while, I realized that there was something behind it. And what was behind it is equanimity. So when we say, well, you know, he's immature, he acts immature. We're actually saying he lacks equanimity. See, a little kid. Explain what that uh, means. You take, well, equanimity is a state where your mind is calm, placid, not stirred up. Okay? So, for example, Jesus on the cross saying, Father, forgive them. Well, that's the ultimate in equanimity. He was not even rattled by the people who tortured him to death. Okay? That's as equanimous as anybody can possibly get. Most people are nowhere near that. So most of the problems that people have is because one or the other lacks equanimity. A guy says, "Uh, you're a bum. And the other guy punches him in the nose. Well, they both lack equanimity or they wouldn't have done that. You see? Amen. Amen. So so it took me years, literally years, to figure out that this was a scale of equanimity. And I had to do that with all 35 scales because I was not given that. I had to infer that from the data. And it was not obvious. So you have to realize, first I had to discover the phenomena, which was mostly done by 1995, although I did find three more scales as I was writing the book. Then I had to use that knowledge to craft a workable philosophic system. And you have to realize as an engineer, like all engineers, I'm only interested in two things, results and facts. Amen. Yeah. I have no interest in opinion or belief. Everybody has them and has nothing to do with this subject. Uh, I have opinions and beliefs like everybody else. And 95% of the time, I keep them to myself. Even when people ask me, I keep them to myself. So this is just data that I stumbled across. It's like I was walking down the street and I found a $100 bill. Just sitting in the street, I picked it up. That's how this data came to me. <laughs> uh, I, the fact that I have a polymathic background to 28 years of education probably predisposed me to appreciating this when it was presented to me mm-hmm. and, and seeing that I had something big. Amen. Uh, Amen. So, so then after I crafted this, and it took 20 years to develop the philosophic system, then I had to express it in a way that would make sense to the average person. Mm-hmm. And that took a lot of work. I bet. Because think about this. Think about this. Uh, when Einstein presented his, his theories of relativity in 1905 and 1915, 
He did it in academic papers. He made no attempt to express this to the average person. He was presenting it to other mathematicians and physicists. Mm -hmm. Similarly, Sir Isaac Newton, the father of physics, when he created calculus in the Principia, he was not writing for the general public. He was writing for other physicists and mathematicians. Okay, Mm -hmm. I had a greater burden because my mission from day one was to give this to the people of Earth, not just to academics, professors, and polymaths. Yeah. Okay, so that was a challenge. To I, it's an eighty-six thousand word book, so I had to go through literally word by word. How will people see this word? How will they interpret this? Mm-hmm. Will they be able to understand what I'm talking about if I call it this? Yeah. Because remember. There's 35 scales. Each of which has seven levels. That's 245 different levels, each of which had to be verified and expressed in a way that would connect with the average person. Amen. Amen. So if someone identifies with a, a certain pattern or sequence, they can move up the scale to improve, correct? Yes. If they go down. One level. What can they go down? If they go down, they, of course. You see, I have to tell you. When I was processing people and in my sessions as human development engineer, uh, they were all going up, right? I observed them going up scales because that's what my job was, to move them up scales. Uh, But then, and this predates the existence of the book, I would go out in the world and I would see people going down scales. Mm. When a person crashes... He falls down many scales, not mm. just one. So if you are at a certain level and everybody is at some level, whether you want to look at it or not, if you get better, you're going to go up to the next higher level. And if you get worse, you're going to go down to the next lower level. So this is why it's called analysis prediction okay. and management of human affairs. You can predict. Mm-hmm. How a guy's going to improve if he gets better and how he's going to decay if he gets worse. Amen. And you said that every person is on every scale in your book at some point in that scale. Yes. Right. At some level. So is there an interaction between the scales or are they all actually just individual uh, scales? Every scale is unique. You cannot infer anything about scale A by studying scale B. Mm. You cannot infer anything about scale C by studying scale D. This is good news because since they are unique, they cover this vast spectrum of human behavior and phenomena, which means that any situation that comes up in the life of a human will submit to analysis by one or more of these scales. In most cases, more than one. So, for example, let's say a guy has a relationship problem, right? Who doesn't have that? Right. So there's a scale of relationships. You see, that will help him right away. He can find what level his relationship is at. Where am I on the scale of relationships? Where is my wife on the scale of relationships? You see? Then he can look at there's a scale of sexuality. If you are not compatible on that scale, you are not going to have a successful romantic relationship. You could be the two smartest people in the world. It's not going to work. You don't have to be at the same level, but you have to be at a compatible level. That tells you a lot. Where is your mate 
on this scale? Where are you on this scale? Then you can look at the scale of permeation. Permeation monitors love. The basic action of a spiritual being is permeation. You know, it talks in uh, the Bible about Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came down onto the apostles, okay? Some force or power or being permeated them. Right. And they were then able to speak in tongues miraculously. So when two people love one another, that's permeation. They're permeating one another. Amen. So when people hate one another, there's no permeation. If you hate somebody, you don't want to permeate him. You want him far away. Get yeah. that guy out of here. Amen. Okay. So he could look at that and see, where am I on this scale? You know, how well am I permeated? You see, then he could look at the scale of allegiance. Every time a relationship deteriorates, it's always because the allegiance has deteriorated. Right? A guy has a wife. Well, he cheats on her. You see, that's a deterioration of allegiance. Yeah. He betrayed her in a certain way. So you could find yourself on that scale of allegiance and you can say, yes, I see that I've gotten down here and you can move yourself back up one level. So just off the top of my head, those are four scales that would be relevant to anybody who has that type of situation. Mm-hmm. So this is useful to everybody. So if you let's just use that example for a second. So if someone had an affair, that scale of allegiance he goes over there, but that would also affect the relationship level, right? So would those two be intertwined, you know, where, you know, as you, well, as you de- decrease on the, the one, you're decreasing on the other, or you know, how does that work? Well, well, let me say, that's, that's a good point, but let me say this. One of the axioms of this subject is that being high on any scale is both a cause and an effect of being high on any other scale Mm. and being low on any scale is both a cause and an effect of being low on any other scale. So you find there are generally downscale people. There are generally upscale people. Most of us are in the middle high on some and low on others. Mm -hmm. So, you can't correlate, well, if he's high in this, he's going to be high in that, because humans are more complicated than that. So, for example, Albert Einstein, on the scale of human ability, he was at level one, genius. Mm-hmm. Okay, On the scale of basic purposes, he was not at the top of the scale. He was maybe at level two or three, mm-hmm. which is, of course, higher than most people. See? But he wasn't at level one. Okay. So... Uh, everybody, when you analyze yourself, you will see you're high on some and low on others. And I want to say, before I forget, you should never tell anyone, anyone's level on any scale. Don't tell others your level. Don't tell people their levels. Let them find it themselves. The book is designed for that. Mm -hmm. If you just give the person the book, if he can read English, if he reads the glossary, he will find it. Now, you may be able to help him, you know, because what typically happens is when you observe a person or you look at yourself, usually you get a bracket in a matter of seconds. Mm. Seconds. Okay. 
like I'll look at a guy and I'll say, oh, this guy, he's either at level two or three. Mm, okay. Then if I put a little more attention to it, I can parse it. I can say, okay, this guy's actually at level three, for example. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, you, you don't want to use this the way mental health professionals who diagnose people. I don't think that's a good idea unless there's a compelling reason, you know, you, the best thing to do is help the guy, give the guy the book, show him the book, say, here, read the glossary, look at this scale. Where are you on this scale? You know? Mm -hmm. And if he's uh, genuinely interested in improving himself or improving others, he will find it. It's not hard. For example, I can tell you the basic purpose of every president of the United States, going back as far as Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and the basic purposes of many prior presidents who I have studied, such as Lincoln and Washington and Jefferson. Now, since Roosevelt, we have a lot of data. We have films, videos, recordings. You know, it's easy to study these people and see what they're about. Because I have to tell you, it's... It's not a big secret what a person's level is. People tell you. They tell you their levels. It comes right out of their mouths and from their behaviors. So if you observe people, you will be able to find their levels. It's not tricky. And that's really useful to you. For example, take the scale of motivation again, right? If you meet some woman, you want to know, what's her motivation? Is she after my money? You know? She really looked, and if you can analyze it, that could save you from a lot of trouble. It could also get you into a very good relationship, depending on what the situation is. Amen. So, a business person could they use this book to like help increase their business relationships or increase sales by identifying where others are at that they're dealing with on their levels? Or? Absolutely, in many ways. For example, there's actually a scale of management. Mm. It gives you the seven indispensable levels of every organization. If you're going to manage anything of any size, it has these seven levels and they are in a sequence. That helps anyone how to run his business. A guy can look at this and say, okay, see, we have this, we have this. Ah, we don't have this. You see, that's a whole. And he can insert that in and that will bolster his situation. It'll make it run better. Amen. Also, anybody who's in business is dealing with people all the time. Right. So you you have to be able to analyze people, Uh, not only the people you're dealing with, your coworkers and your your juniors and your seniors, but the public in general. And this will help you with that. Amen. So you wrote this book on Septemics. Is this the only book that discusses this topic? Absolutely. I discovered this. I invented the subject, and then I wrote the book. Uh, And there's never been a book like this before. But as I said, every one of the 35 scales is like a periodic table Mm. for the corresponding level. You know, before Dmitry Mendeleev invented the periodic table, there was chemistry, Mm -hmm. but it was disjointed. Mm -hmm. You know, it was episodic, anecdotal. He revolutionized it, made it easier to understand, easier to teach, easier to learn. So he revolutionized the subject. And everybody in science now relies on that table. Mm -hmm. That is what these 35 tables are like. 
So you've got 35 axes against which to analyze any situation or behavior or person. Amen. Amen. Jim, this has been so fascinating. I can see how important it, this could be used and, and used by us today. I mean, I've, I've never heard of this before, so it's something I'll definitely be studying. Amen. If someone wanted to get a copy of your book, Septemix, how can they do that? Is it on Amazon? It is on Amazon. It's very easy to find. If you just type the word Septemix, S-E-P-T-E-M-I-C-S, into a search engine, you'll get hundreds of responses, which will tell you all kinds of things, reviews and what, uh, where people are selling the book, companies selling the book and everything else. Uh, but I invite all of your viewers to, to my website, septemex.com, because there you can see what many readers have said about it, what many journalists have written about it, what the reviews are, and you can read portions of the book. Amen. And Amen. then you really can find out how this would help you. Yeah. Amen. How are the reviews going? How's your book been received? Very well. It was, it was, it was received very well right from the beginning. The very first transcript of this in 1995, I sent it out to colleagues of mine, all of whom had graduate degrees and they all had very positive responses. And that's when I knew, okay, this is exactly what I think it is. It's big. Amen. And I have to, Get this out, and I worked on the book for twenty-five years yeah. to perfect Amen. it, wow. so that the average person who wants to improve himself or his life will be able to do so if he can read English. Amen, amen. So, if someone wanted to get in touch with you to ask a question or maybe do an interview like this, how can they do that? How can someone get in touch with you? If you go to my website, my contact information is on the website. Okay, just okay. go to the website. You can find my email address and send me an email and. In fact, I sometimes get people contacting me. So, what did you mean on page 97, paragraph two? And I will tell them. <laughs> Amen. <coughs> Amen. Amen. I'll put links to all this down in the show notes below. Folks, as I stated at the beginning, self improvement is all about making small, positive changes on a daily basis. If you do this, you'll begin to see favorable results by making positive progress on your short term goals. Your long term goals start to become they come to fruition as well. I urge you to get your own copy of Jim Marshall's book, Septemics, Hierarchies of Human Phenomena, Analysis, Prediction, and Management of Human Affairs. If you obtain your copy now and start to study this in between now and maybe the end of the year, your new year resolutions may take on a whole new level of vision and success. Amen. I, I'm going to get my copy. I have some great plans for 2023 and the growth of what we're doing here in the ministry as well as personal growth. And I, I'm getting my copy, so I, if, if I'm getting your copy, you need to get your copy. Amen? Just drop down the show notes, click the link right there. Jim, I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the program today and, and just sharing all about this great book. I do appreciate it so much. Thank you, Bob. It was a pleasure. Amen. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. For Jim Marshall, myself, it's Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. 
That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcasts. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.